This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's Jay Binkley with the Kansas City Chiefs uh, Training Camp Live. Uh, I work here at the 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the number three guys in the garage. Uh, my email is J slash Binkley. Actually, just J, then Binkley, B-I-N-K-L-E-Y, at 610sports.com. You can always send me anything you want regarding the Kansas City Chiefs. In their training camp, I do the show from 2 to 2.30. Had a little bit of technical issues today, but 2 to 2.30 on Mondays and on Fridays to keep you filled in on Kansas City Chiefs training camp, the injuries, uh, what the players are saying, what the players are doing, and you name it. Would love to hear from you guys, uh, from correspondents from time to time. Friday, we talked a lot about the uh, the offseason, the goals for the Kansas City Chiefs, the mindset. Um, I did a live training camp show on Saturday, 9 to 1. Uh, they weren't in practice on Sunday. It was great to see the fans back. Uh, the Chiefs are doing it kind of on a limited basis. Still a couple thousand fans can get in. They have to go to the website, download the app, and get the free tickets to go to camp. And I'm telling you, these players thrived on that. They always have. They enjoy waving their towels, getting the fans going. Of course, the fans can't get autographs in 2021 this year. They have to stay at least 20 feet away from the players. But our broadcast position is right there on the field. And we see these guys. And you see the camaraderie they have with the fans. Uh, they're very happy to have them back this year, giving that extra pep in their step. The Kansas City Chiefs uh, won't put the pads on until Tuesday. They've been going with just only shoulder pads and helmets so far to this point. Uh, there's been a few injuries with some starters. Anthony Hitchens has been dealing with the hamstring. Travis Kelsey left, left the practice on Thursday with some back and hip tightness. And Friday did come down with uh, the pads on Saturday, then put the hat on. And was just there for his teammates. And then the day he practiced and looked good. He looked like vintage Travis Kelsey today. So he's back. Um, Anthony Hitchens has had that hamstring. So it's opened up the door for guys like Darius Harris to get his opportunity. On Saturday, it was uh, the uh, 
the Chiefs' top draft pick, Nick Bolton, getting the green dot on his home, Willie Gay, to, to start to call some of the defensive signals because Anthony Hitchens, the Mike linebacker, was out. Uh, today, Bolton and Gay responded with interceptions. Again, the Steve Spagnola defense is tough to get down at first. And it took Willie Gay that last year because he missed that imperative time of training camp and OTA, well, not training camp, but the rookie mini camps, the OTAs, and not having that and with preseason football. So some of these guys got behind the eight ball uh, for NFL teams. We saw it across the league last year with rookies and, you know, a guy in this division that people are talking about. Can, can, can um, Justin Herbert compete with Patrick Mahomes? Well, last year. Yes, I think at this point he is the second-best quarterback in the division, but he went on the road and he had the audible in front of cardboard, cardboard cutouts. Um, he had the audible in front of you know 10% fans, 20%. Now it'll be full. We'll see what you can do as this division continues to try to match what the Kansas City Chiefs have in this five straight years of winning the AFC West. But the guy I had broadcasting, uh, Sean, with me on Saturday, you know, was noticing just how orderly practice is, and it is. Andy reads all business. Yes, he's a lot of fun. Uh, he'll joke with people on interviews. Steve Mariucci even those do, do those on NFL Network. And he wears those Hawaiian shirts, fun-loving guy. But that's what makes him good. He's got this difference between, you know, being your friend, so to speak, but not really being your friend as far as the players. You know, he's, a, he's considered a player's coach, but yet he's got his doghouse. And you can tell the players he likes – and the ones that are in their doghouse, like Le'Veon Bell last year, Darrell Williams, an undrafted uh, second-year running back from LSU, was get, was ahead of Le'Veon Bell. But regardless, if you watch an Andy Reid practice, it is crisp, it is sharp. They're talking about what they knew, need to do to get to the Super Bowl. A lot of times, training camps, it's okay. Let's maybe win the division. Or let's get through the first round of the playoffs. Well, that's not the Chiefs. The Chiefs' mindset is to go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. They've gotten to that point. They've been the three straight AFC title games. Look, I'm 48 years old. I saw one AFC title game that was on the road. It was in Buffalo. It was that Joe Montana team in 93, where they played at 94. That's the last time I saw the Chiefs in an AFC title game. So three straight years of it, it's hard to get used to. Two straight Super Bowls, you kidding me. But at least the Chiefs got that one, that win out of the way. With the, with the with the 49ers. Because last year against the Bucs, it's painful to go back and watch that game. And these players, it's painful for them to go back and watch that game. But when you hear the things that Travis Kelsey and the other players, McCall Hardman, Patrick Mahomes, talked about through the offseason, he's the whole mindset of, you know, we, we got to get past that. They do have a chip on their shoulder, I can tell. And whenever you put a chip on the shoulder of a team that's already up here, because the Chiefs are there. I know, I know I'm broadcasting a Kansas City Chiefs training camp show, but if I was anywhere else, I'd tell you the same thing. Because it's true, you got to beat the Chiefs. You know, you look at some of these great quarterbacks, Josh Allen, you know, on his way up. He's 0 2 against Mahomes last year. Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, get a lot of talk 0 3 against Patrick Mahomes. Baker Mayfield lost to Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. It's one of these things, though. I mean, if you want to step up and beat the Chiefs, you got to beat them. Five straight AFC West titles. They are the Vegas front runner for the Super Bowl. They should be concerned. You know, I had the Colts in second tier behind the Chiefs because I've got the Ravens in there, the Bills in there, the Browns. Yes, I am a believer in the Browns. No, I did just hop as everybody else is at this point. I believed in them for the longest time. It is the only NFL team that can boast three, one, two, three, all pros on the offensive line. Jack Conklin, White Teller, 
Joe Batonio, you name it. So you got to put them there. That running game. Love what they did on defense. They got 50% of the Rams secondary in Cleveland for free. They took that step to what beat the Chiefs. Like you got to take the step. Who what team has taken those steps? I would love to say the Ravens did, because they actually won a playoff game. Then they lose in Buffalo in what was an interception uh return for touchdown. It was the only separation in that game. But they the Chiefs needed one thing in the offseason the most, and it's a left tackle. This draft did have left tackles, but had unproven left tackles. You had opt-outs. You had guys that didn't play full seasons. You had guys that didn't play bowl games. There was a lot of question marks at the draft this year. With, with, and that's what the Chiefs need, left tackle. And I've been telling people, are the left tackle for the Chiefs, Orlando Browns, Eric Fisher. And if the New England Patriots were sitting there, and the only thing they needed was a left tackle, like the team was complete, that's all they needed. You think if Belichick called Andy Reid and said, hey, Wendy's, click, hang up on it. No, we're trying to catch you. It's why Steve Spagnuolo is here as defensive coordinator, because he beat that undefeated Patriots team. He knows how to beat the Patriots. So Spags comes in here, totally new staff a couple years ago, the year they won the Super Bowl, and, and does brings in the Honey Badger, still, I think, the best free agency move the Chiefs have made. Orlando Brown might be the best trade the Kansas City Chiefs ever made. But regardless, that's what I can't figure out about the Ravens. Why would they trade a left tackle to a team? Like, if I'm the Patriots, if I'm the Bills, I'm the Colts, the Browns, I'm pissed at the Ravens. Like, what are you doing? Why are you giving the Chiefs the one thing they needed? Hey, Chiefs love this. They went after Trent Williams, hard in free agency, came down at 2.30 or 3 in the morning. He signed with San Francisco. But I just can't get this mentality of these teams that don't take that step. Uh, Jonah Schaefer covers the Baltimore Ravens for the Baltimore Sun. I had him on my show because this is when the Orlando Brown rumors were kind of there, kind of not. I used to get a lot on my show. Hey, what about Orlando Brown? And my response was, what about Orlando Brown? He's a Raven. He's not coming here. Why would they get rid of him to a team they're trying to beat? And that was a mindset. Talked to the beat writer Ravens, felt the same way. And then, boom, the Chiefs get Orlando Brown in the trade. It's like, whoa, what are they doing? Brought Jonah Schaefer back on, and we talked about it. And he said the Ravens were kind of, in that mode of, you know, taking care of themselves, you know, the, the inner self. Let's worry about ourselves before we worry about you. Sounds like a 40-year-old going through divorce, heading to the gym, getting a tan, and trying to focus on himself. Well, that's what the Ravens are doing. Cleveland took the most steps towards beating the Kansas City Chiefs, even though we're more than Buffalo, even though I put Buffalo right on the second tier with Cleveland. But I, I really like what the Browns have done this year. But back to what I'm saying, the Chiefs have a chip on their shoulder. When they won the Super Bowl two years ago, they were the hunter. They were the hunter because they lost to the Patriots at the AFC title game, but the hunter. They need to find a way to get the Super Bowl. Then they did. Then they won. And then last year, they spent the years the hunted. They were earmarked. And they're still the hunted to some extent because the Ravens should be hunting the Chiefs, even though I'm not concerned. Not, I'm kind of wondering what they're doing. It's kind of like going deer hunting, but setting a nice uh, table of food for the deer. So I don't know about the Ravens. But the Browns, the Bills, these other teams, they're hunting the Chiefs. They're hunting Patrick Mahomes. Look at what they do in the draft. Look at the guys down at the Senior Bowl. They're looking, how do we stop Mahomes? Hell, take the Denver Broncos, for example. They don't have a Mahomes at quarterback, but Vic Fangio's a defensive guy. Well, how can we get better defensively? Well, you're going to have Chubb and Von Miller playing for, together for the first time in three years. That's a good pass rush. I like what the Broncos are in defense. Secondary, they bring in Kyle Fuller. 
Ronald Darby. They draft Patrick Sertan. Okay, that is taking a step. Still got to worry about getting that quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. But Travis Kelsey said it best when he said that uh, through SiriusXM NFL Radio, he said, hey, last year was not a success because they didn't win the Super Bowl. So maybe the Chiefs have crossed off that echelon that Duke fans, that Kansas basketball fans are in that, hey, if you don't get to the big dance, you didn't have a season. I mean, some Patriots fans felt if they got to the Super Bowl, they were okay. They weren't great with it. They won six out of nine with Brady and Belichick. So, yeah, but it still felt empty. Getting to the Super Bowl and losing, it was empty. That's the feeling with this team. But, you know, they've been dealing with injuries at training camp. And the interesting thing about this, too, is we talk about Orlando Brown for a second that came here from the, the Ravens that I think Chiefs will give a contract to in the future. They really like Orlando Brown, the guy. You can see why he's well-liked. Uh, what, over 2,000 stamps when he got moved to left tackle when Stanley went down for the Ravens? No quarterback hits, no sacks. I mean, that's the theme of Joe Tooney. Joe Tooney came over as the best guard for the Patriots in the free agency. He's the only NFL player in history to have three straight years of starting Super Bowls coming in the league. Amazing stuff. Then they draft Creed Humphrey, who I think was the best center in the draft out of Oklahoma. He's played for great quarterbacks at Oklahoma. He's been in a great system with Lincoln Riley. No sacks. No sacks. He gave up. So, and then Trey Smith, the drop from the draft, but the number one recruit in high school before he went to Tennessee, dropped to the sixth round because of blood clots. Would have been a second rounder. He's been starting. So the left, the starting line from left to right has been Orlando Brown, Joe Tooney, Creed Humphrey, the rookie, Trey Smith, the rookie, Mike Rimmers, the veteran who started left tackle last year for the Chiefs, playing out of place in the Super Bowl because he's more good on the right side than on the left. But he went down with an injury on Saturday. Back spasms. So who do you think takes over? Lucas Niang, rookie, because he opted out last year. He played at TCU. Chiefs picked him up in the third round two years ago. He kind of slipped in the draft because of the labor problem he had at TCU. But the bottom line is, I think he would have been on the pup list last year had he shown up. But anyway, he opted out. But he's back this year. And he's fighting Rimmers for the right tackle. And then sometimes... Like he has been running with the twos at left tackle, but he's been at right tackle filling in for Mike Rimmers when he's hurt. Now, he was beaten bad by Frank Clark today, but that's going to happen in the National Football League. Chase Young, the best young pass rusher in the NFL for Washington, um, said that the toughest tackle he faced in college was Lucas Nene at TCU. So the guy's got the acumen. He's got the chops. Andy Reid's a former offensive line coach. Andy Heck's doing a great job at the offensive line coach. Now, uh, Eric Bieniemy spoke today. You know, they're looking for the development of McCall Harden. That's the guy at the wide receiver. They're looking to step up. But, you know, I loved, loved what he had to say. I always like Eric Bieniemy. Shocked, shocked he's not a head coach. But, you know, he was talking about Jody Fortson, a guy that's been around here in Kansas City, on bouncing around the practice squad, the active roster. It's been a, he came out of a small college, bounced around from wide receiver to tight end. He's back at tight end now. And he was talking about special teams. He goes, I tell everybody. There's a sign on the door. Before you walk in, a sign on the door, you walk out. It's called we're hiring. I mean, be good at all your jobs. Like, it is amazing when you hear these things from Eric Bieniemy. That's the mindset of the Chiefs. Will Parks, that came over here uh, from the Broncos, just a the Chiefs just signing him. He's a defensive back. And he was talking about the new locker room and how professional it was, how driven they were, how close they were. Remember, the Chiefs mostly showed up to OTAs. And a lot of teams, you know, didn't show up. They did. Why? Because they had unfinished business. The Chiefs still feel that way, even though they're wearing a Super Bowl ring. 
it's been called the revenge tour but my uh one of the uh, my coworkers, dusty likens the chiefs have used that i'm more of the take it back they had it buccaneers have it now it's called taking it back you know the buccaneers won 31 to 9 the only time patrick mahomes lost by more than one touchdown one time he had turf toe two out of place offensive linemen rest it only time he's been beat by more than one touchdown. Just remember that. So he played at Texas Tech. Mahomes did. There was only 128 teams in D1 football at the point. There's 130 now. Texas Tech was 128th in scoring defense, meaning every time he was on the field, he had to score points. That mentality has carried over the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Chiefs, when all they talk, what all they do, it's all professional. It's about getting back. Yes, we can look at it and say, did the Browns take the steps? I felt the Browns took some nice steps, to be quite honest with you. Not so sure about Buffalo. You know, Hunter Henry and John Smith should have ended up in Buffalo. They ended up at the Patriots. They got their own issue of quarterback. Maybe Mac Jones is the quarterback of the future. Don't know if we want to put him up there yet. But regardless, we're going to do this every 2 to 2.30. I'll fill you on who's practicing, what the mindset is with the Chiefs, with the players, the coaches are saying, the best I can. But if you have a question, hit me up on Twitter, at the number three, guys in the garage, or give me an email, J. Binkley at 610sports.com. This is a lot of fun. You can catch up on the different training camps. But if you have a specific question, would love to address it with you. Sorry, it's a few seconds late. Just working out some technical issues. But I had fun. We got, we got a football game this week. We got the Hall of Fame game this week. Chiefs' first game is in 12 days against the Cardinals. Football is back, baby. We'll talk to you guys soon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.